Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Jetta Camera and John Ritchie on this Wednesday morning, 94 WIP. You just heard Ray there in the update referencing Jason Kelsey, obviously a Philadelphia sports legend. So, too, is our next guest, Cole Hamels. Now, before we get to Cole, let me get to a third legend, and that's Charlie Manuel. If you missed it yesterday, Charlie, uh, with a tweet, of course, a few days removed from the, the stroke and the, and the blood clot, which thankfully was... Uh, was noticed by the doctors and dealt with in the Florida hospital. Charlie Manuel put out a tweet yesterday, and it reads as follows. I want to thank all the people who are pulling for me. I am touched that you are showing me love. And I want to thank, and then he references the name of the hospital, the hospital critical care team for hustling and being on time. You have kept me in the game, Charlie Manuel. And he ends it with a, a heart emoji. So really, really nice uh, a tweet there from Charlie, who we're so thankful is is doing better here the last couple of days, obviously, than he did at the start of last weekend. We'll also remind you, we announced this earlier, but we have as a radio station set up a voicemail line uh, for you to be able to leave a message for Charlie Manuel. So we're going to accumulate, could be hundreds, could be thousands of messages from Phillies fans, Philadelphia sports fans. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you right now, write this phone number down if you can, 267 965 Two five nine five. Let me say it again. Two six seven nine six five. Two five nine five. Here's the deal. Leave a voicemail on that phone number. We're going to accumulate all these messages of love and support and thanks to Charlie for what he's done for all of us as Philadelphia sports fans. And uh, we're going to get all the voicemails down to him in Florida at his home, so that in the coming you know days and weeks he will be able to listen to the love from Philadelphia sports fans as Charlie certainly deserves it. All right, let's uh, let's talk to our next guest, Cole Hamels, as I mentioned earlier, a World Series hero for Philadelphia sports and just a great pitcher otherwise. I mean, it wasn't just that year. A terrific run as a Phillies pitcher. Obviously retired about a month ago, and he joins us right now here on WIP. Good morning, Cole. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Cole. Cole, wonderful to have you on the show. You know, we'll talk about your career and the retirement and all that, but you just heard us referencing, you know, Charlie. So let's just start there because obviously it's the most important thing. Um, of course. What are your thoughts? You know, when you heard the news over the weekend, and then the turn for the better, the things had gotten better. You know, put put you know, clear. Like, what were your, what were your emotions upon that roller coaster last week? And 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 put another way, what did Charlie mean for you in your career? Right. No, it's you know, I think when you first hear it, you're just stunned because you know, like you just said, Charlie has had just a serious impact on not only my career but just kind of as a person because I grew up in that clubhouse. He was my manager, you know, growing up with all my teammates. I think all of us had that way that he 
was able to kind of project this sort of love and uh, respect um, and then just, you know, the game of baseball and how we all connected. Um, but, you know, the thing that you learn when you are a Philly is it's a big family. Uh, it's from the top down and you get to celebrate that and you come together, but then you then get to go out on a field in a city and then you really get to feel the love. And we all, you know, had to stick together. Um, and, you know, through everything we learned about just how special it is to be a player in Philadelphia and, you know, just what they're able to give you. Um, you know, I, I think that's the, the, the thing is a lot of us all came from different parts of, you know, the United States and, and we came together and you, you just hear sort of things about Philadelphia. Um, but it's way different than what you could ever expect. And it's not like the mantra that, that you kind of get as the, you know, the tough sports town. Uh, when you're playing for them, you understand it and you really do come to enjoy being a part of their, uh, you know, their people. And, you know, it's uh, Charlie was the one that headed us and, and he put us in the right direction. He was behind us when uh, things weren't going well. Uh, and when things were really going well, he really looked at you going, you deserve this and let's do it all together. So, you know, that's, that's the impact that he had on us. He was the one that really, you know, pushed us and, uh, you know, helped us get through anything that was, uh, you know, going wrong or, or and getting us right as quickly as possible. So I know that's what we're trying to do for him. Cole Hamels here. You know, Cole, obviously you hadn't pitched for, for a stretch there, um, but you retired about a month ago. Let's let's get to what has life been like for you as now an officially retired athlete? What's it like? <laughs> I know. That's what I think what everybody says. It's <laughs> like, uh, you haven't pitched since 2020 COVID. I was like, I know. <laughs> Trust me, I get it. Uh, it was a long time ago. Um, but you know, it's just the pursuit, uh, you know, I had, obviously my shoulder was torn up pretty bad and, you know, got it fixed. And I think like anything, I just wanted to give it one last run to really see what I had, uh, you know, if it was possible, you always, as an athlete, I think you want to go out on your time. Uh, and there's a certain amount of effort and sacrifice, uh, that you give during your career to, to have a career. Um, so you want to see if you can try to finish it the way that you know how, and, you know, I think like any athlete in general, you, you don't like to give up. You don't like things to end. So I just wanted to make sure I did it the right way so that when I looked back, I would go, you know what? I committed, uh, did everything I possibly could. Uh, now I can move forward into my next chapter. Uh, and this next chapter is kind of confusing and crazy because, uh, you know, when you don't have something to wake up to, uh, you know, these sort of goals or these routines, uh, you have to try to figure out new things. So, it's, you know, it's taken me time. I've had a great time over the last couple of weeks. I was in San Diego, so it was kind of nice to, to be back in my hometown, see people that supported me for the last 20 to 25 years of, of kind of my career. So, you know, to thank them and, and now, uh, you know, trying to figure that out, uh, you know, being with kids and, and just trying to get into their routine. But, you know, finding that sort of new uh, love or, or just kind of a something that'll uh, you know keep me keep me going. And I think baseball is something that I you know I truly do enjoy. So seeing how I can still be involved in the game of baseball, and especially with how things have changed over the last couple of years, there's not a lot of players that I think have played in both those sort of regimes where you know it's kind of the what they say is the old school. Now it's the new school with the analytics. And so I've gotten to see both sides. And so it's just how to figure out how to mesh it. Um, with keeping things simple, 
uh, in that kind of old school approach. And now, you know, trying to understand and, and under, uh, see how to read the sort of data and how that can kind of help you. So I think that's sort of what I'm trying to figure out is how I can do that for the next generational player. So to that point, Cole, three things come to mind, and I'm sure there's more, but three come to mind right off the top of my head for possibilities of staying involved in the game. One is, of course, as a broadcaster. Two is working <laughs> for a team. Three is not working for a team, but helping individual players if they come to get tutored by you. Is one no, you're right. Is one more appealing right. to you than another? Well, I think like this within broadcasting or, or any sort of radio, I've got to probably be short-winded. Uh, <laughs> that's what I've got to learn how to do. <laughs> yeah, I could talk, and it's like, no, you need to, you need to be quiet and you let somebody else talk. <laughs> um, you know, so I think that would be something. I would have to learn how to do that the right way. Uh, and then, yeah, being you know somewhere where you work with a team, I, that's very uh, interesting, and I'm very uh, – I'm, I'm looking in that direction uh, and just seeing how that works. Uh, you know, like anything, I like to kind of sit back and then see where I can fit in the best and, you know, use my knowledge. Uh, and then, yes, helping individual players. I mean, I have kind of been doing that over the last couple of years with a couple of guys. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think you want me, you, you don't want to know the names because <laughs> they're going against the Phillies. So, oh, no. um, but it's just, you know, you, you stick with guys that you just have good relationships with and, and you just help them out just like guys did for me. So, you know, that's, that's kind of the giving back uh, part of, you know, continuing uh, just that sort of excellence in the game of baseball. Cole, we talked about your potential return to Philadelphia a lot on these airwaves. <laughs> Late in your career, how much of a chance did you think you had to pitch for the Phillies again? And now how much of a, ch- a chance is there that you'll return in another capacity? Yeah, no, I mean, I would have loved to be able to, you know, come back uh, but I think at the same time, I mean, I don't know any better way to, to end as a Philly. Um, you know, just the way that I, I was able to do it in 2015. I mean, that was, you know, sort of like a storybook uh, way to, to kind of go out. Um, you know, so now it's it's looking at a different, you know, situation. And, and, you know, I'd be more than happy to come back to Philly. I mean, I still do come back just there two weeks ago. So, um, you know, I'm still a big Eagles fan, um, you know, down here in Texas, it's uh, uh, frowned upon, but, you know, I still wear it proud. Um, you know, it is. So it's just looking in and, and seeing where I can do things and, and coming back because Philly is my home. Uh, you know, just like I said earlier, growing up and, you know, tr- you know, becoming a man in the city of Philadelphia, I think that's what uh, it toughened me up a lot more than I could have ever in- imagined and, and very thankful for it. The recently retired uh, Cole Hamels with us here on WIP. You know, Cole, let, let's get to 08 and, and go through some of the twists mm-hmm. and turns of your career. So you were obviously a terrific pitcher, um, but you raised your game in October of 08, NLCS MVP, World Series MVP. And, and I guess more than anything, I wonder, how'd you do it? I mean, you only had two pitches at that time primarily. Yeah. You raised your game. You dealt with the pressure that fall. You led your team in the city to a title. How'd you do it? You know, what really helped, I think, was getting my butt kicked in 07. I think that first game against Colorado, I just got destroyed in a way. And going into 08, when we got to the postseason, it was the mentality of, what do I have to lose? I've already gotten my butt kicked once. So, you know, just go out here and, you know, maintain your confidence. But the pressure, I felt like the pressure was was released after knowing I've already kind of been in a postseason situation. It didn't go well. So what did I have to lose? It was just go out here, trust my stuff, trust my instincts. I have the best defense behind me. So 
allow the ball to be in play, they're going to make the plays. And that's kind of what happened. And I think you just build on that one after another, inning by inning, game by game. And then all of a sudden, it was, boom, we had a World Series title. So, you know, that was kind of what I trusted my teammates. And, you know, you do. You have Charlie, who's at the helm, and he, he trusted me to fight through situations. I know it's a little different now, but, you know, you, you ask Charlie, it's, you know, the starter, your game one guy, you let him go, and you just let him just do what he needs to do, uh, opposed to trying to micromanage it. So, and Charlie did that, and I think having that trust, is that's what you really need in those big moments is you need to know that people believe in you and they're right behind you. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Cole with us here. You know, Cole, you just referenced that world championship and, 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 and winning it. I want to play a moment. We're all going to recognize it. I want to get your reaction. Let's listen to Harry Kaus. And celebrate we did. Cole, when you, that, that moment, what did it mean to your life? What has it meant to your life? That's so the, the funniest thing is when that happened to me, you're so excited. I had two things in my head going on. I didn't want to trip and fall running out to the pile and I didn't want to be at the bottom of the pile. So, right. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Oh, this is great, but I don't want to get killed here. I don't want to look like an idiot. Um, no, it was, it's just pure joy. I mean, that, I don't think there'll be anything like that ever in the game of baseball where there's a like two and a half innings game. <laughs> And I mean, I just remember going out to batting practice for that game and the fans were in the stands absolutely going nuts. I mean, first time I know I'm like, what is going on here? This is a party. Uh, and they knew that, I mean, the confidence that the city had, the confidence we had, we're like, we're not going to Tampa. We're winning it here. This is going to be epic. And it was, I mean, this, the city just brings so much life and joy. Um, and, and that's, I think what these new generation, these players with the Phillies right now, I mean, last year going to the world series, for the first time kind of in Philly and seeing that from a different perspective, seeing the fans and how much it means and knowing that these players understand it too, and they want to do it. And, and you, I think as players that we've won it, we want them to be able to do it too, because we want them to feel the love and just, you know, what, how important it is to win in Philadelphia. Career retrospective here with the great Cole Hamels, recently retired, joining us here on WIP. You know, Cole, as we go through your career, another you know, big moment, of course, and it is on the other side was 09. Great team again. Obviously, you just were not on top of your game that year and, and that October. And a lot of us have always wondered what happened. I mean, obviously, you pitched a ton of innings in 08. What do you think, what do you think caused you to not be as sharp that year? Because, by the way, Eagle, the Phillies are dealing yeah. with something similar right now with Aaron Nola. And we wonder, is it an innings pitch thing from the prior year? Like, looking back on it, how do you explain the 9 drop-off for you? I think, you know, a lot of it was having the confidence. You know, you're at the highest high from 08. You're, you're the best pitcher. You're, you're doing everything. Now, all of a sudden, there's, there's you know, the, the lights are on you. The uh, focus is on you. Hitters are now paying attention a little bit more to what you got. And it, like you said, I had two and a half pitches. 
And so I think I started to kind of doubt and question myself if my pitches and my pitch selection was good enough. Plus, I did start to see that hitters were starting to sit on pitches no matter what for a whole game. And I think that's, that was the moment that I, I started to kind of second guess my style, uh, situational pitching, and I was missing. And I think that's what, that's what led me into learning how to throw a cutter. And Cliff Lee showed me the grip. I then Roy Holiday showed me the whole on 2010. And I was able to now have a third pitch. Then I started to be like, you know what? I need to get this curveball back. And, you know, I went to a spike curve that Brett Myers kind of showed me early in my career. I just couldn't throw it. And then A.J. Burnett kind of helped me perfect it. And also now I had four pitches. Um, that's the hardest part about the adjustments in the game of baseball is sometimes you have to learn that while you're playing. Obviously, you hope that you had to learn it in the minor leagues so it doesn't affect the big leagues. And you're hoping you're not having to learn it in the postseason. And I just I had to I had to learn from my failure. And that's the hardest part, because I I do feel like it did cost us an opportunity to win another world championship. Um, and you don't ever want that to happen. Cole, after that experience, and it's something I sensed in, in 2010, and I'm curious if you can confirm this, that you had a major year in 2010, a bounce back. I mean, you were phenomenal. And I remember in that postseason when you closed down that series in Cincinnati and you guys were celebrating after your superb performance in Game 3, it struck me that it was particularly meaningful to you after people had doubted you in 09. Is it fair to say that it was very special for you in 2010 to bounce back the way you did? Absolutely. I think that was it. my confidence was back the postseason. I, I love to perform in the postseason and you want to. I mean, you want to perform in the biggest moments, you know, even if they're big games getting to the postseason. I loved being in those moments. And so that moment finally got me back to where I was like, all right, I've got this. I am going to win all of my postseason games. I am going to win these big moments. And that's what you need going into the game. I mean, it's it's the bulldog attitude. And when it kind of you, you lose it for a little bit, you, you are desperate to get it back. And I think that's when I knew I was like, nope, I've got it back. I'm never letting this go ever again. Was it tough, Cole, you know, after you guys don't win it all in 2010 and 2011, even though they may have been your two best teams, I think they actually mm-hmm. probably were. Was it tough to see the slide? I mean, you probably became at your best consistency season to season, but the team was sliding backwards big time. How tough was that for you to see the demise of the group that obviously you guys had built there for a while? It's, it's, it's so tough because you know in their heart, in their work ethic, their, their mind, they still want it. They still believe it. They still put in the time and effort. And we just we understand in sports we have, these, we have a period of time that we are going to excel at the highest level. And you want it to last forever in your career, but it, you, you understand in sports it doesn't. And so I just think that that's kind of what happened. I was the youngest guy on the team, so my peak was, during, was going to be during that time. I had good moments, obviously, earlier, but I, I just understood that my peak, my big moments of, of a career were kind of happening during that time while everybody else had theirs or you know, were fighting to keep it going. And it's just the tough part of sports. And I think that's why it's to be a general manager and to, you know, have to understand that and put and fit the team together. And then obviously you have to hope and pray that you don't have the injuries. And I think that's what happened to some of our best guys is, you know, the injuries. And, you know, after now going through the injuries I just did, it is so, so difficult to get back to your, your best peak performance when you have nagging injuries that you're fighting against daily to overcome. Cole, when you pitched your last game for the Phils in 2015, the no-hitter, did you know it was going to be your last game? 
I had the a Phillies, feeling. Your last um, start. For the yeah, Phillies. I did. Yeah, no, I did have a feeling. I knew, you know, with Ruben and, and who we were talking to, and even Chase, you know, and and uh, Carlos, we understood that we were on the trade block. Things were going to happen when they were going to happen, and so it was like, well, make the best of these moments. I mean, these are these are my best friends that I got to play with, and had just an incredible amount of memories uh, on this team. So it's like you're taking in the moments and you're just fighting because you want to go out on top and, and everything just, I think the two games before that I was fighting a little bit harder uh, and those were terrible games. And then finally things just kind of came together and I relaxed a little bit and I just let it go. And it just, Carlos and I were just on point the whole game. And I couldn't have had any better moment with him for our last uh, time pitching since, you know, we pitched together in the minors. So it was uh, it was incredible, and you know, just be able to have that, uh, especially in you know a historical field at Wrigley Field, uh, you know, day game for baseball in the summer. It, it was everything was was just pristine. Cole Hamels here, you know, career retrospective, and really just in many ways a, an opportunity for us as a as a fan base to say thank you to the recently retired Cole Hamels. Cole, let's let's do a quick uh, couple just name association word game kind of stuff. <laughs> Roy, just some quick hitters. Roy Halladay, his impact on your life. Uh, just the bulldog ad- attitude that he had. I mean, he fought harder than anybody I've ever seen. What about Carlos Ruiz? Incredibly unique in pitch calling, and you had to trust it. What about Phillies fans? You had, I would say, a somewhat complicated relationship early with the fans. <laughs> you know, okay, so what? Was, okay, let's go. Let's in longer form. What was that like, Cole? You were a terrific pitcher. Fans would kind of get on you. There was this Hollywood Hamels thing where people yeah. felt, you know, maybe – look, I thought – I'll Cole, I'm going to be straight up with you. I thought it was oh, a, yeah. dis, a disgrace when fans booed you in your first start of 09. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> like an all-time all time disgrace. I think it might have been the biggest disgrace ever. It's one of the most embarrassing moments as a Phillies fan I've ever had in my life. Yeah, I mean, you just won the World Series in October of 08. It's your first start in 09, and you get booed off the mound. That could not have been – enjoyable for you it was no it wasn't uh, honestly it wasn't and i did i think i dropped a few four-letter words and i was like wow this is not gonna be i've got to really put in some serious words <laughs> but it is i didn't want you know, i didn't want to let them down and i didn't want to let my teammates down so i i respect it because I, i'm a fan of sports and i catch myself doing that to guys and then i also have to think about it. i'm like oh no he's actually trying to do his best um no i i incredibly loyal and that's what i like and Philly it- fans are incredibly loyal and I love it to sports. That's great. What was it like for you to be back last October and just all the the hype around that squad and, you know, you just feeling that as a proud Phil's alum, essentially? Well, I, you just said it. I, being a proud Philadelphia player uh, and knowing that these players and you're hoping these players get to feel the, the, the love that we do. And, and I think they see it. They see it and they want it even more. And that's what you have to encourage. So that that's just so special being around all the fans you know actually getting to talk and, and, and see fans and, and just people in general was kind of a nicer perspective instead of knowing that I have to go throw a baseball game you know three or four days later Cole you're going to go into the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame you're obviously going to go into the Phillies Wall of Fame your number may be retired by the Phils we'll have to see the standard they establish but it's certainly a distinct possibility for you Ryan Chase and Jimmy um do you look forward to just the days when you can have the afterglow of the career and those sort of moments? Yes. Yeah. Not having that sort of pressure. 
um, and actually really being able to live in the moment. And I think with all those guys together, they, they're brothers to me and for us to, to do it together. Um, because I think that's the biggest, uh, belief we have is we did it together. We helped each other become who we were. Um, and you know, everybody is just so excited, I think, to now start to see it. And, you know, guys have been coming back over the last couple of years and I know it's going to be happening more frequent. And that's what is so special about being a Philadelphia Philly and that organization is they really do treat you s- s- the best we could ever, in, uh, really anticipate and, um, very thankful for it. Well, let me say this, Cole. You know, I, I learned a long time ago, don't speak for millions of people uh, with limited exceptions. <laughs> limited exceptions, and this is one of them. Let me say on behalf of millions of Phillies fans and millions of Philadelphia sports fans, uh, two words, and those words are thank you. Because you freaking delivered, man, and you brought a lot of joy and a lot of tears of joy to people in the Delaware Valley and did it with great class and dignity. And, Cole, I... I congratulate you on a magnificent career and a tremendously well-earned retirement. And once again, I'll say the words thank you because I know every single person, if they were in front of you and talking to you right now, they would say that to you upon your retirement. No, I, I really appreciate it. And I've, I've been able to see it over the last couple of months and it's, you know, surreal. And I'm thankful that what I got to do was, you know, be able to reach everybody and, and create these memories because that's why I played the game of baseball is to entertain and to win and to, to know that it actually, you know, had that purpose uh, and, and reached that many people is uh, that means the world to me too. Awesome. Cole, stay well. Hope to see you in October. It should be a, uh, uh, another red October. Hopefully it lasts a long I hope time. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I hope so. And, uh, you know, go Phillies, go birds. You got it. Thanks, Cole, Cole. thanks very much, man. Congratulations.